What's going on, Creator Fam? I am the host that loves you the most, Ozeal. And I want to welcome you to The Creator Factor. This is a podcast for creative solopreneurs who are building businesses and brands through thought leadership, education, and of course, community. And today, we're going to go solo. Okay. It's just me and you, just me. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that to you. Shout out to Tony, Tony, Tony. All right. Um, solo, solo show today, solo episode, because um, I got a couple things that I want to share with you as we're winding down 2023. I launched this podcast, what, two to three, three months ago? I feel like it's been it was just yesterday, but season one, we're coming to an end. And I want, I wish I had a little roadcaster here. Yeah, we're coming to an end, but we have one more episode lined up for you uh, before we close out the curtain on 2023 on Creator Factor. And this episode, I just wanted to kind of share with you, I think the next couple of episodes, and we're going to go ahead and, and repost some of the episodes from earlier this season. Uh, there's some great episodes in there. So if you have not checked out the previous episodes, head over to the podcast app, wherever you listen to your audio podcast, or better yet, you can head over to YouTube and um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. All the episodes are there. So you can just kind of binge, you know, there's a playlist for you. So just binge video to video. There's some good stuff. So I'm proud of each and every one of them. And so we'll talk a little bit about that on episode 25. But for this episode, my friends, we're going to be talking about what I've learned from season one. And, you know, I was writing down some things that I want to work towards in 2024. And we can talk regarding, I was going to say pertaining to, can't even talk, lose teeth. Um, and pertaining to creator factor. And so here's some some few things that I want to kind of riff off of uh, as far as some of the things that I've learned, and especially for you content creators who are starting a new platform, a podcast. You know, these are things to kind of keep in mind um, as you as you launch your thing, uh, hopefully soon, hopefully in 2024. All right. So number one, what I've learned from launching this creator factory, and just to kind of give you some, some backstory here, I had started a podcast. I've been in the podcasting game for and close to a decade now. And I've launched several renditions of the same podcast a few times, uh, No Permission Needed, which evolved from like a creative entrepreneurship, very similar to what I'm doing here with Creator Factor, surprisingly. Or maybe it's not a surprise because I've always, and I'll talk a little bit about that. I'm always reverting back to serving creatives. And, and then it kind of got into like digital marketing and kind of tactical like advice and then evolved the last phase. It was more personal development and that's where it landed. And it's my baby. It's I'm going to post it on the YouTube channel for you to check out. And of course, if you want to subscribe to it, no permission. I'm proud of all the episodes. I did about probably close to 400, 500 episodes on that one. I think live, I think only have about 150 or so. But there's podcast episodes I have. Uh, maybe I might one day reload, like reload, re-upload uh, them into the hosting service because there's a lot of great content that has not been out at all. So um, I took it down, but I may have to bring it back up. Anyhow, I digress. 
So I've been in the game for quite some time and there's a lot of things that I've learned. So this was not scary. It was a bit different. And it was, ex- I'm going to say it was exciting to, to re to do this podcast because it was a brand new clean slate. The podcasting space has changed tremendously like it from, from all levels, from the marketing to, you know, the way Apple treats podcasts and especially with YouTube now entering the space. So there's a lot of things that have changed in the podcasting space. I had to almost like relearn how to do this effectively. So there were some lessons that I've learned and some discoveries and some reminders about launching anything that's new. So let me get right into it. All right. So number one is one thing that I have learned is just giving space to evolve. And as creators, we we launch a thing thinking it's going to be the thing. And then we start noticing with every episode or every piece of content we produce, it starts changing. And we're like, what, what's happening here? But that's part of the fun part. And I've, I've learned to embrace that. Whereas before I was like, well, what's happening? And I used to get frustrated. And oftentimes I remember like just pulling the plug from the project if I felt like it was going, if it wasn't going in the direction I wanted it to go. I initially wanted it to go. But I've taken a different approach with this podcast and allowing it to breathe on its own, focused on just letting it evolve, learning new things about different tools that I'm doing, incorporating video and different aspects of the production, which I kept it very streamlined and very simple for a reason. I really wanted to keep this very, very simple. And that's something I always teach for my podcast clients is simplifying things in the beginning, putting in the reps. And then after 100 episodes or so, you can start adding different tools or sooner. But for me, I'm just like all about how can we simplify and be efficient with your distribution channel, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a YouTube channel, or in this case, do both. But finding that content pillar and figuring out a way to simplify, right? But just evolving, evolving. Like in the beginning, the show was tailored for content creators. But content creators, even it being niched, are we talking about the the Mr. Beast, the, the entertainment creators? Are we talking about the creators that are coaches and consultants? Like, what are we talking about, Ozil? And then I was like, okay, we're, we're talking about content creation, but a lot of the guests that we've had on the show have been creators with an entrepreneurial mindset, individuals that are have a background in digital marketing, freelancers, et cetera. And I was trying to tie this in in regards to who is my target audience and how can I get it more niche down and be more clear in regards to who I'm going to target for the show. And I came to a conclusion (laughs) and I'm laughing because I've always served this community since the beginning. (laughs) And, you know, for, for, I always have all these ideas in regards to who I'm serving, but it ultimately comes down to creatives. And more specifically, what I've, this show has evolved in regards to the target audience is not just creators. Yes, those are our people, our people, 
but more creative solopreneurs, which again, is not really a big difference of who I was serving in the beginning. I just keep on getting back into this space. And I feel like I've been for in the past and even throughout my creative, you know, creator journey, it's just been trying to change the different languages, you know, creative entrepreneurs and creators, and then now creative solopreneur. It's all like the same tomato, tomato. And I had to check myself and be like, logo zeal, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Stop it. Okay. You are serving creative solopreneurs in this season of creator factor. Creative solopreneurs that identify with being a creator, but also a solopreneur. Solopreneur meaning that we're not creatives that are want to build a massive agency or want to necessarily make two, three million dollars. As ambitious, there are creative solopreneurs that, as a matter of fact, I'm going to reach out to one that is up there. So it's not about the money, but it's more about you know, purpose, um, message makers, people that really want to make an impact, want to make some profit as well. We're not, we're not negating that. But for the most part, creative solopreneurs are happy with making, you know, if they can make 180, let me ask you this. If you can make 80,000 doing being a creator and being a coach and consultant, would you be happy? Most of you would say yes. So that's how I define a creative solopreneur, that it's a creator, creative, who is very entrepreneurial minded. And then we're building businesses and brands through, again, education, through community, through thought leadership, time management. I was writing this down because, you know, starting a podcast, a video podcast, I once again just got reminded and started revisiting the importance of really understanding how to manage your time. And as solo creators, you know, we're wearing, you know, so many hats, you know, we're wearing um, the white hat, not just kidding, the black hat. No, we're, we're wearing, you know, the marketing hats. We're wearing, you know, researching, pre-production, guest outreach, you know, production, you know, post-production, marketing. We're wearing all the things. We're wearing all the hats. So it's it's challenging for solo creators to be able to do all that. And still, many of us have day job, part-time job, other side hustles to pay the bills, and we're we're looking to go full time, but in the beginning, we're in the trenches, and we're really learning how to do all these things and be efficient and effective, and still serve our community. And it's it's challenging, very challenging. And I've always been a productivity nerd. If if you know me, I, I read I don't know how many books of productivity. I had to scale back a bit because it just became too much where it was just too much information and there's a lot of great stuff out there, but I'm always learning how to manage my time effectively, especially as a undiagnosed creative with ADHD. I do feel like I struggle with that, but having a podcast is we got, we got to make it happen. Like it's, it's, we got to figure out a way to manage our time and energy uh, more importantly as well. So I got reminded of that. And that's something I discovered, rediscovered. Not that I was doing it as a as a solopreneur, because as a creative solopreneur, I was doing that before. But man, when you're doing uh, content, it, it, it definitely magnifies everything even more. So, time management, y'all, it's very important. 
study it, learn it, figure out what works for you, and it's going to help you in your creative journey. Number three is rediscovering my passion to serve creators, creatives. Um, I said this earlier. Excuse me. Interesting how everything ties back to the original passion, the original idea, which is to serve creatives. And I've always had a strong connection with the creative community. I don't think I've ever shared this with anybody before, maybe on a podcast. But the reason why I'm so passionate about serving the creative community is because my father was a creative and I saw him as a musician who struggled a lot. He hustled, he loved, was very passionate about, you know, being a, a singer songwriter. He was a composer, played all the instruments. And I got to see him, you know, work a, a full-time job. And unfortunately he, he got really sick and wasn't able to uh, take his music to the next level because he passed away too soon. But I've always, I remember I admired his passion watching him growing up, you know, him practicing his guitars and his vocals and, you know, doing sh little shows and, and then being on big stages and just seeing him, you know, like pops would have been, you know, it would, if he wasn't now living in 2023 and during these times, I mean, he would have probably been live streaming. We, it would have been amazing for him to really market themselves and market himself. And I was always very passionate about that because after when he passed away, I discovered my passion for performance as a creative and being in bands and being in music. And one day I'll kind of get deep, I'll dig deeper into my backstory, but I was trying to make it, you know, trying to find success, trying to get signed by a record label. And during that journey as a, a creative, I learned a lot about Brand, I fell in love with branding and marketing and putting on shows and everything ties into what I've been doing for the past decade. And now learning more about it and then putting myself in a platform where I'm teaching you and helping other creative solopreneurs learn the essentials of how can we take our passion and turn it into profit. And not only that, but go deeper and make it something that's filled with purpose and, and meaning and, and fulfilling, right? And give us that lifestyle that we are all trying to aspire to. And, and that's something that I've been thinking about a lot. So yeah, I, I think that's something I've really discovered is, you know, creator factor was, you know, again, wanting to get touch, get in touch with the creator community, not just podcasters, but, but YouTubers and social media influencers and, and creators from all walks because I want to learn and, and it'll, it won't just be content creators. I, I there's a friend of mine earlier this year, gave me this great idea of just not keeping it just for content creators, like really inviting other guests that come from different walks that are creatives, but to bring their perspectives. Again, it's all about, remember I mentioned that different perspectives, different vibes. And I think that's something that I want the show to evolve into where I invite creatives from, from different walks. So that's something I definitely plan, but it's going to be creative solopreneurs. Those are my people. If that's you, you're my people. Um, and that's that's where I'm focused on. And definitely rediscovering that was something that I learned. I was like, oh man, I'm really, really passionate about this. And it's been cool. It's been it's been really cool to see that. 
Um, the other lesson that I've learned is just marketing is, is messaging, you know, and I struggle with this. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. There was a point recently where I was just like, man, did I trip up and, and name the show? Like, am I off brand? Is it, could it, I named it a, a bit different, you know, creator factor. And then, so I was just like, man, and I was struggling with that. And again, it was just my brain kind of like, look squirrel, you know, let's go in this different direction. You know, can you relate? And I think a lot of creatives, you, you'll go through different renditions of shows and you'll start second guessing like, okay, what is this? Am I really talking to the right people? Is this name aligned with the messaging? So, you know, messaging is, is marketing. And, and when, once you get your messaging down, which is an exercise that I go with, with my one-on-one clients is really helping dial in the messaging. Like what is, and again, I'm being open to the fact that it's going to evolve, but understanding what is the core messaging that you want to convey to your community. Once you understand that, or at least you'll figure it out as it evolves, but having an idea of who you're messaging, like I wasn't off, like, you know, creators, creator factor. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm talking to creative solopreneurs who are, a lot of us identify as creators. We're, we're creators. So the term has evolved. And again, I challenge you, like it's important whether you're, especially for you who are building a brand online, building a business, you know, messaging is everything and understanding that is important. So I got to once again, revisit the importance of, of messaging and how that's going to be effective in my marketing efforts as it relates to my personal brand and everything that I got going on with the podcast. So very, very importante. And lastly, I wrote down here, collaboration. Collaborations is everything, my friends, everything. C- collaboration is like the thing that's been really like s- launching this podcast and co- and meeting. So check this out. Like with this podcast, for season one, like this is crazy. I've got an opportunity to connect and build relationships, friendships, like real legit friendships with creators that I had been admiring from afar for the past few years. But because I started this podcast and I did an outreach and they gave me the opportunity to connect with them and have them on a show, we vibed and then now we're friends. That's how that happens sometimes, you know? And again, it's not like you're going to have build these amazing relationships with every guest, but you'll be surprised. Like some of the people that you meet on the show, like you become friends with and they're amazing. These are amazing creators who I admire, who are crushing it in their own right. And it's just been really dope just to see the connections unfold. Like I have a call next week with a a creator who I was like looking up to and we're going to connect and now we're like vibing and we're just chatting it up about, you know, creator stuff, <laughs> you know, podcasting, et cetera. So it's super, super dope to just understand how powerful this is. Like people don't realize that when you create a platform, when you start a podcast or when you start a YouTube channel or even start blogging, you're building a platform. You, you are really building. It's not social media where it's like one and done. Like once you have a distribution channel, it's like everything starts opening up. New opportunities, business opportunities, new relationships, 
um, your authority is built up, you get known for something, people, there's, there's a lot of things that come with building your platform. And one of the things that I have discovered with this podcast is just collaboration. Like I got some really fun collaborations, collaborative partnerships with some pretty awesome companies in 2023. And I'm grateful, 2024, I'm sorry. Um, and I'm grateful like StreamYard sponsored the show. Like grateful, StreamYard, if you're listening to this, like they spo- they believed in me early on and was like, look, let's do this, you know? And um, it's been dope, you know? It's been really, really dope to be able to have a sponsorship and have those type of collaborations. And I'm hoping that more collaborations are going to come my way in 2024. Because again, I want this to be a show about community. Like if I really had to label myself, am I an entertainment creator? No, I'm not that those guys or gals. Uh, am I, you know, a, a techie, a techie, you know, this unboxing? T- no, that's not me. Right. But my lane, I feel it's like I'm a, a community driven creator. And that's what I that's what I, I want to label myself as. Yes, I'm, I'm a teacher, I'm a coach, I'm a consultant, but I'm definitely leaning into the creator community in a different way. And I can't wait to to share with you like what I have planned for the creator factor in regards to community in 2024. But I plan on doubling down in regards to the type of content. I produce, and again, I'll talk about that in episode 25, but the type of content I produce and the type of of different projects and services I'm going to provide for the community. So I'm really, really looking forward to 2024 and leaning more into the collaborations and the community that we have planned out for, for the next year. So that is it. Those are five key discoveries, key reminders, key lessons that I have learned from Creator Factor this past, you know, few seasons. You know, we're on episode twenty-four. It's crazy. The episode, like, it's been. I mean, the podcast has been growing steadily. Um, some amazing guests. I'm excited. I'm excited. And again, I, I'm going to dig more into what's next for for twenty twenty-four uh, in the next episode. So that is it, my friends. I want to thank you so much for checking out on YouTube for listening on the podcast. It's growing. If there's anything you can do to help support the Creator Factor community, support me and this podcast, what you can do is you can support it in a few ways. Number one, subscribe, follow, follow on your podcast app so you can be notified when a new episode drops. Head over to the YouTube channel at Ozeal. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm going to pump out a lot more content. Again, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that next episode but subscribe to the youtube channel and also just share it with a friend like if you know a creative solopreneur that's in the early stages or someone who just wants to vibe and be a part of a dope creator community share it with them on social media tag me at ozeal creates and i'll promise I'll, I'll share it show you some love and let's get it out there okay let's get it out there and uh, that's how you can support it. and then of course lastly if you like you can head over to apple or Spotify and leave the podcast uh, rating and written review as well. So you got you got ways we we, we got different ways you can support the uh, the podcast. So that is it, y'all. I got to get going. Uh, thank you so much for everything for your time. I really do appreciate it. Never take it for granted. Until next time, peace and one love. Thank you for listening to the Creator Factor. 
I hope you got value from this episode because this is one of my goals for the show to introduce you to different ideas and perspectives to help you grow as a content creator. Now, I have a huge favor to ask. We're looking to reach more creators like you and build this community. And you can help us by simply heading over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave us a rating and written review. Also, make sure that you leave your social handle on the review so I can tag you and show you some love on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll definitely catch you on the next episode. Till next time, peace and one love.